Welcome to Season 9, Episode 5. Actually, you might call this a bonus episode, because it's mm. going to be just the two of us. Just, just the two of us. There we go, man. It's going to be um, me, John Cassidy, and Mr. Stephen Watt talking specifically about the upcoming, this weekend, if you're listening, in the first week in October 2023, uh, Chicago Marathon, which Stephen is going to be flinging a bib on for that. But let me just set the scene. The Chicago Marathon is one of the most popular marathons in the world, and it sells out every single year. And what better way to explore the sights and the sounds of the Windy City than running through running a marathon through the very heart of it. Chicago is known for its jaw-dropping architecture, its vibrant music scene, amazing food, including deep dish pizza. I think it's the home of a deep dish pizza. Iconic neighbourhoods. So Chicago, the marathon, it lets you explore some of the best things that make Chicago special and unique. The scene is set, Stevie boy. How are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling all right. No, yeah. all right-ish. I'm looking forward, really, really looking forward to the trip. I really like going over to the States at the times I've been lucky enough to, to do so for maybe some of the same reasons that our guests from last week's show like going over there. Just the culture and the um, observations and also I think the American people surprisingly warm once you get to know them and that maybe isn't the no, sometimes the general opinion on things. Um, so I'm looking forward to to the trip. And then there's the Scran. We'll probably well, get to that a few times. On that, will there be a what what a thread? One hundred percent there'll be a what what in Perth et in Chicago thread etching its way onto X, formerly known <laughs> as Twitter. Okay. And you mentioned trip. Who's who's accompanying you on this trip? Let's get travel some names com- in there. Yeah, travel compadres. Um, the lad who I first met in Boston for the first time, who I've now become really good pals with. One of the running, you know, owls that are born out of just getting in a boot at. Um, Paul Stoddart, who is in, also in Malaga with us. Paul mm-hmm. is a pretty extraordinary runner himself um, I think he's on a good run of sub three hour marathons which I'm sure wow. he'll be hoping to keep up but he shouldn't put his whole world on it and Alan Carr and Alan is again somebody who I've met through running Alan and I first met each other when I was doing my first ever ultra marathon in Jedburgh in 2015 and kind of been sort of social media pals since um, mm. in those um, overlapping networks that often happen in um, your 
probably sometimes your professional day job world, similar happens in the running world where hmm. they know them and they know them and they know them and you know you're you're sort of overlapping circles to say, do you know what? There's a group of people in the middle who are, are all fucking Aye. magic boys. So you're talking about your Stevie Boy's Venn diagram we're talking about here. You could say my sphere of influence, John. Woohoo! <laughs> but let's go. Let's not turn this into something that it isn't, which is no, um, we'll, we'll anything of intelligence. We'll, yeah, because we'll get lost with that very, very soon. We'll not we will. Be doing that. We'll be the doing quick that. question, the, the quick answer to your question was: um, Stoddy and AC are my travel buddies. And okay. I, I want to touch a wee bit more on them and something in particular at the end. So. Right. Okay. Well, what I would like to do just now is. I have today downloaded the Chicago Marathon app. Yes. You can wait in the last 12 hours. Well, I'm on the pulse, Stevie boy. Yeah. I've been, right. So um, I've downloaded it. And by do, by downloading the app, you can, obviously, you can track the runners. So Paul Stoddart's, the, range, the way I've got them on my uh, phone is Paul Stoddart's bib number is 5135. If you wish to add that into your app, Alan Cars is nine five six three. That's his bib number. And but the one that we you need to know, although these other guys are important, this is Stevie Boy's bib number nine three zero nine. That's a number that we will have our focus on. But you can add them in. You can also, if you've got the app, you can send a message that gets displayed on the Jumbotron at mile 23 when your runner's going through. So that's what we're wanting to be doing. Absolute pebble dash that. <laughs> Seriously, man, at mile 23, if I saw a message for anybody that was Young Hearts Run Free or any of our shite banter, yep. it'll propel me for that last 5K. So Definitely. So let's I get command on. you. To, to, to throw a message up, not just for me, but for Paul Stoddart and Alan Carr as well. And yeah. in fact, just the Young Hearts Run Free family. The massive. Let's just do it. So this is, this, I think this is our first ever appeal, I think. So let's, this is it. It'll maybe not be our last in this particular episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, be, right, before we get to speaking about Anybody else, I specifically want to hear about you and your mm. journey that's taken you to the streets of Chicago. So yeah. we know that you're, we've spoken about this a number of times, about your your goal, your desire to complete the six major marathons. This will be number five. It will be. Yeah. So when did... Chicago appear on the horizon. What was the thinking behind it? And tell us the journey from that moment to where you are right now. Okay. The so you're right, yeah. Once you get into your head that you're going to want to do this lifetime achievement and complete this the six star journey, then it kind of gets under your skin a wee bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Also it requires you just as a health warning to save pretty hard <laughs> <laughs> and to also be very appreciative of the other people in your life for letting you and giving you that green light to go and chase it. Okay. 
most definitely of yeah i'll know what i'm meaning right um yeah so the boston trip and the boston um story was well covered last year that's not last year 2022 yeah ah. 2022 which ended up in um relative success when i look back at it no in fact let's just call it success because yes. I, I, I mean i was really really gone in for sub three hours there um you know but i got a five minute pb took an hour chunk off that 307 and i knew at that point i was like ah, okay that now gives me another good for age that i can capitalize on and i think i probably made the decision soon after i came back to boston that i would use that good for age to because the only two that i've got left to go chicago and tokyo mm. that my time isn't good enough for tokyo good for age right so that and and then your good for age is only good for so long i think it's like 18 months okay but it's been different because of COVID and stuff like that. It's sometimes been as long as three years, even just because of the the way that it's worked out. Um, but under normal circumstances, it's like eighteen months to two years. Fact check me on that. It's maybe a lot of bull. But you're in this window just now where that's yeah. the best time for you to do this. Yeah. Yes. 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 So again, it sees the moment stuff. Sees yeah. the moment. Okay, I can do this. So yeah, that and so. so so with me using my Boston time, that's my only real use of it now as I go chasing these six stars for whatever reason. Well, you're needing that, needing that big medal for the downstairs toilet. You know what I mean? So that's aye. what it's all about, man. Aye. I haven't got a downstairs toilet, John, unlike you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's that's that. So I knew as well it was October time and that it could fit in with other family and non-running related activities that i'm involved in so yeah go for it plus i'd heard awful good things about chicago um mm. one of them being the fact that it's flat as fuck right um, and they always tell you that man i uh, well <laughs> i think maybe this one lives up to the um the reality lives up to the expectations but all will be revealed um but also oh, a city i've never been a new experiences new new horizons mm -hmm. on the shores of lake michigan awesome brilliant man and you know what we had a number of friends and listeners to the show that were over in chicago last previous guests were over in chicago last year you know yes yeah um bunty was there last year mm -hmm. well Bolt was there last year mm -hmm. leroy was leroy there last year mm -hmm. and angie Angie was there last year as well. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah Angie so, Donald. So yeah. Um, so I've got you know, the, the the pioneers who have went before me are of high high standard. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, yeah. However, Stevie Boy. Uh huh. According to the organisers, the Chicago Marathon, which began in 1977, it's had more than 960,000 participants. That have crossed the finish line this year 2023 the race will see its one millionth finisher i that's hope that's no i hope that's no you because that means that means there'd be 339,999 before you so, and what john i might just hang about the finish line until that moment <laughs> start putting them off so <laughs> if my time is 
skewed because of that, I make no apologies. <laughs> That's a fucking ready-made excuse as well, eh? Stephen's sitting there cross like at five yards for the finish line, <laughs> waiting to seize his moment, and then misses it. <laughs> million and million and one, Stevie boy, you've you've earned that. <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of medals today, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're done, no water left, that's it. So, um, let's speak about, though, the physical journey. How it's, <laughs> How's your body been? Because we, uh-huh. we, we have spoken about, previously, a few weeks ago, about your Achilles, I'm mm. going to try and use the word tendinopathy, was that the correct term? Fantastic. Right, where are we now? What's happened in that oh, interim period since we last spoke? Yeah, so that was like five weeks ago. Um, it's been on an upward trajectory mm-hmm. in terms of its manageability, um, but by no means is it uh, um, is it fixed, right? So I've been able to adapt my training, if I could call it that, to live within my current capabilities. Say more about your training then, because you seem to be a wee bit, your voice dipped a bit when you called it training. Not your not your typical, not your desired training block. You've had to adapt quite a yeah. bit. No, so nothing like about it. And that. I, I suppose I'm, I'll, I'll maybe, because pre-Boston, I had a, a, a really dream training block in terms of consistency, progress hitting all my goals you know etc mm. and that was under the tutelage of handsome bob mm-hmm. big, mileage in, big mileage in big mileage and, and that's great so um do you know, i know that that's what kind of my a-game area mm-hmm. is um also went to malaga kind of got injured in the lead up to malaga didn't quite go to plan but then but since then i've been just been managing and nursing a variety of different niggles and injuries. So as what happened in Malaga, what's been bothering you since? So there's two things been bothering me. What happened in Malaga is one of them, um, and that is probably linked to a long-term sciatic issue. Sciatic being the nerve that runs to the bottom of your spine to basically the tip of your toes Um, Mm -hmm. and I've been troubled with that on and off to different degrees of magnitude I'd say since 2016 2017 and you learn to just either suck it up and say okay this is just the the pros outweigh the cons here and me running and and I'm feeling that but I can grit my teeth as opposed to sorry 2016 was Anglo-Celtic plate the first time we did that. Was it bothering you then? No, I think it was around about Stirling Marathon flying time that I right, really okay. started observing it. So you're talking like six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've had investigative things happened around about it and around about degenerative discs and bulging discs and, 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 and things like that without ever really reaching a successful conclusion about it. So... Listen, sometimes, like during Boston, it never flared up at all during yeah. Boston training. And, and maybe that was because I was being really, really well coached as part of that. In fact, that's not a maybe about it. And, you know, I was being really, really uber disciplined with mobility, 
anything conditioning, mm-hmm. etc. And yeah, so I'm not saying I'm not saying that I've let that slip entirely, but um, maybe not being quite as laser focused on it. Yeah, yeah. but. I've introduced quite a lot of new things. You'll probably noticed John and my Strava, you know, around about you know, strength and conditioning sessions and, and stuff. So getting back to the original question, the Malaga stuff I feel is related to glute hamstring issues caused by sciatica. The other issue that cropped up around about, do you know when it came ahead around about the Black Rock 5 time? Yeah, um, yeah. Which was the Achilles tendinopathy. And, and it's that that I've been getting um, treatment on recently um, mm-hmm. that's helped me manage and put together about a five maybe six week training block to get me at the start line of Chicago and okay. that's basically where I am today. Right so stand, no standard your your Boston training block was what 16 weeks? Aye it was, it was probably you know, Christmas till Boston. Aye so we're talking a third or less than that. You've had focus here. But go and, go and say something. What took you to seek out that treatment you spoke about? So where were you before the treatment? So I'd already went down some avenues to try and get a resolve on it. So chiropractors, podiatrists, mm-hmm. um, quite a few visits to my GP. Um, and it would show signs of improving and then go back again. So I was never really getting that trajectory that I wanted. Um, so I went, I, I reached out to Johnny Kilpatrick at Physio Effect in Glasgow. Johnny's somebody that I know from running as well. First met him in Devil of the Highlands. See, there's yeah. those running um, networks and spheres again. So, um, yeah, Johnny assessed it and he'd been... Um, giving me something called shock wave therapy on it mixed with okay. other um with other things as well um and the shock wave therapy that's fun if you're in a that kind of fun but it sounds like you're getting a bit of wood between your teeth and you're getting zapped with something yeah those who have listening who have had the pleasure of undergoing a wee shockwave therapy blast will know exactly what I mean, especially on the Achilles tendon. Um, both sides, by the way, left and right, so it wasn't mm. um, down to one. Johnny's put it down to just load and um, you know the amount of load that I was putting on it and what I was asking for it from it. Um, maybe in my head, I've got a wee bit. I was I've been adapting the way I run to offset the sciatica, and that's you know put a bit of extra load on my Achilles is it because I've got weaknesses elsewhere. There's a multitude of reasons anyway. I didn't hate going to them today. Mm-hmm. How it's many visits sorry. to Johnny? How many visits to Johnny did you have? Three okay. visits for shockwave and other treatment. No just that, I'd, I'd hasten to say. Mm-hmm. And also then doing a range of things in between those visits and continuing on from when the visits have stopped. Yeah. To, to get me to be able to build up my running again because my you know what it's like like so i've been cycling i've been swimming i've been cross training on the, the yeah that thing i'm doing that what you yeah. got the cross trainer cross trainer um, so how'd your, running, how'd your running come to a stop no entirely i think i don't I, I look back in my strava and i don't see a week where i maybe only see one week that i've done zero miles 
it'd be a lot of attempts of maybe going and doing like two, three miles and then coming back, feeling a bit down in the dumps because I could feel the pains coming. This will be familiar to people who have been injured. It's no unique to me. Um, but I think it's yeah, important yeah. for me to kind of go through that so that, because I think we've said it before, no, everything's always rosy in this world. No, not at all. And I think you're right. There'll be people listening in that are, resonate this is resonating with them right now this minute that they're listening in um yeah but I, I think and that's that's absolutely fine because things are near rosy all the time but there is a positive to this and the positive is that you're going to be lining up to run the chicago marathon at the weekend but the positive go- also john is because i've actually counted up I've, I've been swimming more this year than any year so in the last three four yep. months i've done more swimming sessions than i've done any year ever before just in that three four month period and because of that i've got better at swimming i've got more comfortable at swimming and i'm enjoying swimming to start off with i hated it kind of enjoying it now in a, a wee bit of this is boring as feck sort of way but it's because i'm getting comfier at it so that's been a nice wee positive um i've had to shave my entire body so i get faster at swimming that's a wee positive Sorry, just having a moment there to visualise that. Beautiful. All right. Thanks. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> it's not really, and I've also not entirely done that either, but anything for a laugh. Um, and then, you know, the bike, I've been hopping on the bike out in the, the great wilderness and the fresh air or on the bike in the gym. Um, I've joined a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it's letting me see a wee bit of the light. Cool, cool. And I'm going, what's bumping it in my head right now is we had way back, way back in the seasons, we had Hamish Battles on. Mm-hmm. And Hamish, Hamish spoke about being injured and getting on his bike because it was non-load bearing. So mm-hmm. he wasn't losing all the cardiovascular fitness that he yes. had. And that, yes. I, I remember that lighting a wee fire in my brain thinking, just because you're, you can't run doesn't mean you can't train. I remember James Stewart saying, um, your whole body's not injured. When you're injured, a part of your body's injured, so you can use other bits of your body, you yeah. know, and you and you can always be doing stuff mentally as well. So, But you also need to be strong for that because you can easily throw the rattles out the pram and day mm. hee because you're like, I'm making a gesture with my hand. You're like, I'm trying to find the right word. Bugger this. Ram it. Ram, Ram it. it. Because, and you almost take the huff a wee bit, you say, ah, and then start scanning mayor and mm-hmm. so, all unravels. And, and I think we should also say as well, that's a totally natural reaction for people. So if you if you have done that, or if you feel like doing that, here you'd be all asked at that, but mm-hmm. it's, not the, it's, not the, it's not the end of your running career. You know? Nothing like have it. a wee think, have a wee think and um, process that and then, but I'm keen to know how effective was the, and I did ask the question, you said your three treatment sessions with Johnny Kilpatrick. How, what was it, how effective were they? Was it instant relief? Did it build up over the three? Mm-hmm. What was going on? Well, after the first one, 
know, Johnny said to me, if you want to get a start on in Chicago, you'll hate to start running four times a week. And at that time, I wasn't running four times a week, um, mm-hmm. if I'm honest lucky if I was twice a week and my run fitness felt short so I was keeping up my CV but it's very different to being run running fit for me anyway maybe that's different for other folk um, and I was feeling you know, when I was running out of condition for running mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't feeling unfit generally um, I was watching probably what I was eating there Dif- difficult when you've been in the two week all inclusive in the summer but other people will relate to that as well. Um, but when I was running, you know, a 5K, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm way behind here. Um, uh, but I went to Johnny on a Thursday and I said, I'm going to try and do a longer run on the Sunday. And I made myself run him for Perth. Because yeah. that, I always sometimes think when you're running him, so I got dropped off in Perth and ran him to Ochterarda. Um, it was a bit. 11 and a half, 12 miles or something. And I had to get Hamey, which is like, it's almost doing it on purpose to give you this mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, to get Hamey. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could summon help him um, easy enough, but it felt as if that was a big moment. And I was surprised how well my Achilles felt in the later stages of that, because in my head I was like, so I'm putting that down to the therapy that I got on the Thursday. I was able to do it. And it was very much a shuffle very you know just a confidence builder um, and from that so that was just five weeks ago I was then mm. able to add a few miles three miles or so a week onto it to get to, to get to where I am which is still nothing where I know could, could be and I'm not being big-headed or anything that's not how I meant it it's, it's not, not coming across. It's not coming across like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it's it's just like you. Do, I, I know that you know that theft is the what was it? Comparison is the theft of joy thing, and comparing even against your former self can be a, a quite a, a a thing that I'm maybe guilty of. So yeah. But you know what? Where I am. Five yeah, weeks ago, yeah. I was resigned to walking it. Yeah. So I think the over the word is the word is bouncing a bit in my head right now is that you're grateful for where you are now. You know, yeah. six weeks and it's only the last is it a week past Sunday I saw you in the North Inch and I shot that Instagram reel and posted it. Yeah. And you, you were I don't know at what point you where you were in that long run you were doing that day. But you were running well, and I know that that was a massive confidence booster for you. That run itself. Yeah. I'm not no, not talking about seeing me. That, that run was itself too. was 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 a massive confidence booster to to put you where you are mentally. Yeah. Where you are right now. Yep. You know. Definitely. So, I and I, I think at the end of that run, so I did twenty miles or so, and it was that's the first time I've run twenty miles in twenty twenty three. Um. It's the longest run that I did since Malaga Marathon, um, don't know, which was 10 months ago. Um, so I so I, think, I, I remember feeling a wee bit emotional at the end of that run, thinking, oh man, I'd been using all my time calculating how I couldn't reach race cutoff at Chicago by walking fast. Mm. You know, a little over a month ago. And now I'm going, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to, I can be on the start line and 
being a coral that is now far too high for my current capabilities because <laughs> I used also know a Boston time to to get to where I am. So I'm 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 too fast. So apologies, anybody listening that I'm I'm going to get in the road off because I'm no running at you no know, seven minute mile pace. I'm where I am. Aye, and we should say cut off for Chicago is six hours thirty minutes. <laughs> that oh, that is that is the cut off. Um, but you know what? You've you've went through that. A fifteen and, minute mile. That is John. Uh, uh, yeah. I know it to the I know it to the second. The yes. Calculations that I make when I'm sitting on exercise bikes, spin bikes, turbo trainers. Aye, and so again to reiterate, certainly what I've been saying is. If you've been feeling that way, it's totally natural. You know, for people, we all we all go through this, you know. But we've only mentioned there, we've only spoke really about one of Johnny's sessions. Did sessions mm. two and three, well, we spoke about your own 20 miles there, so maybe we have jumped forward a bit. Yep. Did, was there a, a similar improvement after sessions two and three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the most noticeable thing was, and I spoke about this before in an episode around about the morning Achilles pain and stiffness mm-hmm. and the amount of time that was taking it wear off and also how acute it was in the mornings in terms of coming down the stairs like, yeah, you needed a stair lift. So, yeah, yeah it's progressed there's been a, a few days that i felt it more than others especially days after those long runs where i'm really loading it up however um, i've been really really heartened by how manageable it's come when i'm running so nagging duller pain no acute no red flags brilliant good place to be good yeah. place to be what i've had today john is mm-hmm. completely completely shift my whole mindset about this marathon to what it was i looked back to my application when i applied for it using my boston good for age time predicted finish time stephen well then two hours 59 mm. yeah mm. because at the point in time that i put in for it i was like oh, i'm on an hour bash at this i'm not even remotely near that A game just now. In mm-hmm. fact, I don't know if I'm at my C, C game. D so game, maybe. It, I don't know. So let's, let's talk about how you shifted your mindset. How'd you do that? Sounds a bit fluffy, but it's one of those appreciate what you've got moments rather than mm. reach for new heights at this, at this level. So shifting the expectations from a sub three to making your A game, your A plan, I should say, just get your hands on the medal because the whole purpose of this is to go and look for your six stars. doesn't matter in your six star journey what your times are. Mm. Same now, medal. Let me, dig, let me dig into that a bit though. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying that now because that's where you are now, but how, how deep or how how difficult or was it difficult for you to change your mindset? I think it wasn't difficult because it was aided by how I was feeling about my state of general run fitness. So yeah. I was like, ah oh, man. And as months were ticking by, I was like, right, okay, now we're you know, 
12 weeks to Chicago. Now we're eight weeks to Chicago and I'm currently no running or running very little. And that's when I was making deals with myself to say, it's going to be all right just to go over there and enjoy the trip and, and doddle around some way, shape or form and get to the finish line. Um, listen, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. Nobody does. You know? And you know, it's not to say that, I, I, so there's a bit of, the un, I'm going into a bit of the unknown in terms of how you know I'm going to add another six miles onto my longest run of the year, and mm. I don't know what will happen, but I think I'm going to be prepared just to suck up whatever happens, and if need must, you know, walk but that crawl to the finish line. Who cares? But that's that's where the adventure is in the unknown, man. That's where we find out a lot of shit about ourselves as well. Yeah. You know, I, I think you have. We've spoke about stuff, but I think you have learned a lot about yourself over the past 12 weeks, you know, and you've adapted. It's great to see you in a place where you weren't eight weeks ago. You know what I mean? So that's um, power to you, man. And I've already said that it's around about flipping it to say, I'm going away to Chicago with a couple of mates that I've met through running who are absolute quality boys. Mm -hmm. How lucky am I? Exactly. Oh, and just snipping with the invisible scissors, snipping the thought in your head at any time goes. Takes the pressure off, man. Yeah. Just going to, yeah. Yeah. Good times, not good time. You know, we've heard that one. Definitely. Times. Definitely. Um, what is the plan travel wise? When are you flying out? Heading out Friday morning. Um, early doors, Glasgow down to Heathrow, connecting to Chicago, um, late morning I think our flight is, out mm-hmm. to Chicago, gets into Chicago if scheduled, around about two o'clock in the afternoon, um, we're hoping that all going to plan, we get through immigration and all that caper, and are able to head straight to Expo to Pick get up, our yeah. race, race numbers. That's that's the plan, but like any good plan, things unknowns could happen, and yeah, and otherwise that then dominates our Saturday going to Expo. Um, whereas if we get yeah. there on the Friday, get our, our packet pickup as they call it, um, out the way, and then that way on the Saturday we can then have a wee bit of less pressure. Yeah, and enjoy the city, enjoy the windy well, city, stay off the feet. Aye, aye, didn't he? Aye, he'd be careful. He'd be careful. Yeah, excited. You know what he'd be doing? You know, 30,000 steps a day for a mile, finish Oh, that's a kind of mistake. Uh, or indeed, a, a hundred milers. Exactly, exactly. That would seem naive. <laughs> it would. Um, thinking back to last week's episode with Ali and Graham, lessons learned in there about run gear. Suitcases or that carry on? Oh, aye, man. I mean, I'm no a novice in that front, John's, you know. So we're all right. We're all right. Don't need <laughs> any ne- bags going underneath. No, so I carry on. Good stuff. So, so Good carry stuff. on. I'll be a carry on, all right. Oh, no, do it, man. Yeah, what? Because I've been a wee bit of mere easy ozy about things, I've not been drinking probably for the last 
three or four weeks. Like, as I had, a, had an alcoholic drink because it kind of go, well, I'm, I'm no bothered now, or I'll do, do, do. Might, might have a couple of wee settlers on the plane on the way over, can <laughs> I just because oh, I'm no I'm no at my optimum. And ah, that's yeah. fine. So, so enjoy the moments. We'll see what's so, on offer. If it's just brew dog, I'll no bother. <laughs> what about I've been meaning to ask you this question for a few weeks. What about chocolate? You you back on the chocolate yet? No. Still off the chocolate since Easter. That's amazing, man. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. And now I'm doing it just to be a dick to Fiona. (laughs) No, I don't want any of those Maltesers that are sitting open on the bunker worktop. Aye. And I'm like that. Every sinew of me wants a big handful of those Maltesers. (laughs) Or counters, or Galaxy, Instros, whatever. And I'm going, no. Trying to show my um, discipline and resilience. Brilliant, man. Aye, brilliant. Um, notable names going over. You've mentioned Paul and Alan. Any other notable names? Um, Liz McCall again. Going to catch up with Liz. Going to maybe shake out run with Liz. Um, Graham Hackland, aforementioned. The Kilimanjaro buff maestro. Um couple of folk from Perth are heading over. Gary Smith, I think, is even on the same flight as us. Lucy Pierce, I believe, the five-star run club yeah. in Ocarada, who just did Berlin. Wow. I know, what, a, what an early autumn she's having. Superb. That's um, brilliant. There's more people too, and I, I, I hate going through a list of names mentally in my head where I've not got it written down and missing somebody out. So, um, one thing, John, after the Boston Marathon on the Monday, now keep in mind I was in Boston with my brother who was there as um, moral support and um, drinking companion. Um, <laughs> we, we went to a brewery tour the day after um, and there was other marathon runners there on the brewery tour doing a bit of rehydrating. And we met this guy, Lawrence and his dad, who come from, they'd say near Chicago. Yeah. And we kind of connected with him. It was good. We had a bit of crack. And Lawrence's dad, who was there, he was his version of Tommy, um, was in fine spirits. And my brother and him got talking about whiskey. And, and Lawrence and I were talking about mere exciting stuff like running. And Lawrence then, I've kept in touch with him through Strava and Insta and things like that. And he, he gave me a message to say, I'm going to come to Chicago on Marathon. Oh, yeah. Sunday to hopefully catch up with you at the end hoping that he's going just to enjoy the occasion as well um, and again that was just one of those young hearts run free moments type thing because he listens to the pod and do 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 so I hopefully I'll, I'll I'll be able to catch up with him and, and that would be just that hands across the ocean definitely you know what though man it's just that here's that Venn diagram again and that People, good folk that you meet, like like-minded folk that you meet, and exactly. it's, it's brilliant. Should also say Stevie Boy's going with a bag of swag to Chicago. <laughs> um, Young Hearts Run Free related swag as well. Ooh. So there's a there's a couple of lads from Cumbernauld going that were also in Malaga with I think Mark Young for on the run Cumbernauld and Lewis Glenny as well. I forget who Lewis runs for. 
Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. That, sorry, Lewis, but we're hoping to catch up with them too, so good luck to them. Just remember to see. That's why I didn't like. There you go, man. Another couple of folk, notable names. A guy I met at Octor Adder Running Festival. I've met him before as well. He's, his sister's Ashley, but he is Connor Finlay from yeah. the, Ken, the Kenross Roadrunners. His first marathon. Oh, uh, we met Connor at Black Rock. Yeah, that's right. So um, Connor's going across. He was telling me that at the Octor Adder Running Festival. And we got a message in from Hilary Lalandi. That's the name. That's the way I'm going to pronounce Hillary's uh-huh. last name. Hope I've got that right. Um, Hillary dropped a message in to say that she would love a shout out for nine folk, nine folk that are going across wearing the Fife AC vest. Um, they're going across to the Run of Chicago Marathon from Kirkcaldy. One of them's for Ireland. Um, so keep an eye out for them. Stevie Boy as well. The Fife AC vest is well known, isn't it? White with red stripe, horizontal stripe. That's Fife, isn't it? Sure is. So, um, they'll stand. Oh, Stephen, you've given me a sneak peek. Do you want to speak about your running kit? Yes, I have a bespoke running vest for the occasion. A debut for the Young Hearts Run Free. Run vest. Need a trumpet. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Courtesy of the already mentioned Angie Donald, who is the artiste. Um, She's made me some graphics that we've got a vest made up of. So, yeah, head on over to the social. Quite quite bespoke for this occasion, isn't it? Absolutely. Brilliant. So thank you to Angie for that and yeah. What shin are you wearing? Be revealed. I'm wearing um Vaporfly twos. Vaporfly That's my twos. this is my this is my blank stare. Tell me about That's Vaporfly right. That's what I've done London and Boston and Malaga and all recent ventures and, and the twos. There's the threes are out now too, but I've not um in fact I got this pair of twos in last sort of January sale and I've not really had reason to wear them so they've been sitting in a box so they're relatively new they I've, had a, your... I've had a couple of runs in them just to did they match the kit are you all <laughs> one of a... Steve is making facial expressions at me <laughs> it could be Maybe. a year could be a year or nay or you'll find it when the race photos come through so I, I'll, we'll do a kit reveal at um, Saturday press conference Aye, the flat yeah. lay, man. Looking forward to the flat lay. Did we mention Graham Hackland? We did. Yeah. Did you mean? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's Graham's third mention this Aye. episode. Graham will be in all ears. Graham, <laughs> give us a shout, remember, if you're, you're kicking a boot. Please, Aye. please. So, um, yeah, weather, John. Can, can we talk about the weather? We most certainly should, but before we do that, let me come up with one of my race stats. Oh, Ch- Chicago. It's known as a windy city, but on race day, you can expect anything. It could be windy or there could be no wind at all. Temperatures are in the low 40s Fahrenheit at the start to upper 70s at the finish. The average high and low is 64 and 46 degrees in October. What's your prediction for Sunday? My my first prediction is that I didn't talk in Fahrenheit, so you can get that up your air. Right. 
está. Okay. I'm a, you know I'm a keen weather watcher. They didn't call me oh. Wendy Watty for nothing. I'm like the young Padawan of Wendy Wilson. <laughs> Wendy um, Watty is brilliant, man. Don't run. <laughs> so I have been keeping a close eye on things. Today is Wednesday in Chicago. It's 28 degrees. Celsius. Exactly. That's We're talking real man. money now. That's We're talking real money. Who knows what that is in Fahrenheit? 80 something. Oh, I don't Oy. know. Man. I don't know. Sunday in Chicago, max temperature is 13 degrees. Ooh, someone's playing like, in your favour. 15 degree on the swingometer. It seems to be on between Thursday and Friday, there's a different weather front appears to the blessing of the marathon. Um, mm. The marathoners, and it's going to be cooler and really pretty chilly at the start. And as in, you know, four, four degrees. Before going about with down jackets and all, and on, you'd be skulking about in your vest. I'll know. I'll, I'll be. I'll. I'll, I'll hate to take a um, throwaway um, for that moment, and maybe even a wee bonnet, a ah. Scottish bonnet. So. Oh. There's your chilli link. <laughs> more, more on that later. So, um, yeah. And wind-wise is looking... Now, fact, John, a fact. Mm-hmm. A Stevie Boy fact. The Windy City isn't called the Windy City because of the weather. It's to do with a political um, article that appeared in a newspaper in the early 20th century around about people from Chicago being full of wind from there. As in, yeah. big, mouth, big mouths. Aye, yeah, yeah, got opinionated, and, 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 and it was just kind of caught fire as a windy city, mm. and then people were just making the assumption it's, it's windy. That is what my thorough research tells me. I'm sure somebody will keep me right. Um, okay. There you go. That's so what about, the, what, what, about, what about the actual wind? Yeah, yeah, it's okay, man. It's like nine, ten mile per hour gusts to fifteen or something like that. But mm-hmm. I've plotted it onto the route map and looking for where the headwind is and where the tailwind <laughs> is, and it, it's you know it's looking in our. Is, it's not looking bad. I just going to say you're talking there quite blasé. It's windy. It's windy. You will have had looked at that to the nth degree. <laughs> It's just, you do oh, that for a run. You do that for a run in the inch. Never mind a marathon. I do. I probably do it far too much. Apologies if um, anybody gets annoyed at it. But it's I. So I'm doing wind simulations on the the just the direction of it and just the MPH and looking for where there's gaps in the buildings because it's a big skyscraper place and there's like wind tunnels of weak wind protection areas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I saw a thing about all the way around is the is is the wind, and that will just distract me from anything else that's going on. And also, Johnston play whilst I'm running. Who are they playing this week? The Dandy Dons of Aberdeen. Oof! Jim Boyle will hate to watch the football and he's up open at the same time. So oh, it's a three o'clock kickoff, but I think we're six hours behind in Chicago. So. Aye, 9am, I will be needing a distraction. I'll tune in to the Saints game for 30 seconds, realise we're getting humped and turn it right off. So, sorry, say 9am, 
So is that three o'clock UK time? The Chicago Marathon starts. No, Chicago Marathon starts one thirty UK time, I believe. Right. Okay. Okay. Half we'll seven. check. I'm we'll half check. seven. Start there's on, there's a couple morning. of waves, isn't there? A couple of waves. There is, I think there's there's three, I think, um, and I'm in wave one. Um, Coral B. Cool. Remember the call, the song. In the morning. Is that them done in the morning? In the morning. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not the song of the week, by the way. No, it's not. It's not. Um, now, you said at the start you want to come back and speak about some guys. I Can do. you do that? So, Alan Carr. Alan is raising money for a charity called the Kano Foundation. They have a mission to get as many kids along to football games, mainly Celtic football games, um, who otherwise wouldn't get the opportunity to do so. So they really brighten up their day, whether it's because they can't access the, the football or you know, they, they can't afford sometimes what are the really astronomically high ticket prices that we tend to feel football's worth in this country. Um, and Alan's already raised close on, close on £3,000 for this will wow. be running in a Kano, Kano Foundation vest um, and I would be doing an absolute disservice if I didn't give him a shout out to go and throw a few quid in his fundraising pot. Do that for John and I please. Um, it's We'll put the link up on our the show notes and we'll put it on our socials as well um, but I know it's something that's really become pretty um, motivational for Alan himself for mm-hmm. this run um, and indeed when we're over there I believe we're going on a, a wee trip to a um, pub where they've been raising some money for him locally in Chicago I think there's a wee connection there that he's got and it, c- it could be that the pub's an Irish pub um, mm-hmm. Brilliant yeah. I frequent the same stadium as the Kena Foundation kids many on many occasions if not yeah. every occasion and it's quite a special thing because these these kids will get they're different kids every time and the kids will get along maybe once it might be once in their lifetime but to see yeah. the 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 gusto that the Kano Foundation do and the good work they do it's quite heartwarming it'll harm at other clubs I'm sure yeah. across the world as well but fair yeah. play to Alan because let's be honest hey running a marathon it's not easy Right, so putting yourself out there, but also when you're doing that, we both we've both done fundraising before, Stephen. There's a wee bit of added weight on you when you're doing a bit of fundraising for people because you want to represent them as well as best you can. So, wish Alan, yourself, and Paul the very 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 best of luck. So yeah. See, before we kind of finish up, I wanted to give a quick shout out to a podcast that I've been listening to um, called um, well, it's called Chicago Marathon Podcast. Um, and it's from a podcast sort of franchise called CH Go, um, and it's led by a chap called Kevin Caddock. And usually their podcasts are around about the variety of American sports. Yeah. Okay. Baseball, ice hockey, basketball, American football. Um, but Kevin is himself a first-time marathoner at Chicago this Sunday, so he decided ah. to make a podcast season around about the Chicago Marathon and it's been super helpful for me to get a, a feel for the city 
and an understanding of what's going to go on. It's been great. Um, what checkpoints I'm now looking forward to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it was a good friend of the show, Stephen Burrell, mm. who point, pointed me in the direction of that podcast, and it's been it's been super helpful. Last appreciation mention is for Stephen Burrell. Stephen sent me the most wonderful Chicago guide. Mm. Junk food got here. No much today we're running. Aye. Food and what today and what not to miss and things like that. Um that he'd taken time to write personally for me and, and that was um well one, I was reading it getting a wee bit of Leeds United excited at the descriptions of the food places mm. and other things, but in particular the food places. Um and I just wanted to say how much I appreciate that and I've shared it with my travel buddies and we can't wait to um, bungee man. jump for the 85th floor of a skyscraper. <laughs> Again, that... Um, Stephen stayed in Chicago for a bit. That's how he yeah. is such a subject matter expert. Um, he's also a purveyor of very good lemon drizzle cake and millionaire shortbread. As well. he, knows a, he knows a good purvey when he sees one. He certainly does. He certainly does. He's a, um, in fact, he's a fellow pervy hunter. Oh, the pervy hunters. Now, I've just, while you were talking about Kevin Caddock, I've added yep. his name into my list of people to watch in my oh, app. He's, he's number 312 um, in your app, if you're going to get the app. So just to reiterate that from this top of the show, um, the Chicago app is available on Apple. It's also available on Android. Stephen's number is 9309. That's his bib number. Um, if you want to put that in the app. Within the app, you can send a message that will be relayed on a jumbotron, for want of a better term, that's a feckin' big telly, on the route at mile 23. And I think they've got it all programmed, so your messages should come up. As your runner approaches that jumbotron, they'll be flashing messages up. So their appeal is, let's flood that mother. Let's get young half run free messages on that jumbotron for Stephen at mile twenty three. Okay, so um, <laughs> sorry, I got I got excited there. Oh, um, put them for Stephen, but also put them for Paul and Alan as well. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. In fact, put them for everybody. Graham, just absolutely pepper it. Yeah, definitely. The jumbotron will be like tripping out its head. <laughs> I was going to say let's break it let's not break it no oh Graham Hacklin's number is 29402 so um, if anybody else knows anybody running please let us know and we'll post the numbers out on our social media we'll do that and yeah, you can yeah. follow as many people as you can so um, yeah. brilliant okay I think it just remains for me to say I wish you all the very best man have a great trip you want to come back come on in oh. you come I thought you were going to ask me the two end of show questions. <laughs> okay. See you up to high door, man. Right. Okay. Stephen, given that you're going on the trip of a lifetime to the, the windy city of Chicago, have you a dialect dictionary word that relates to your Chicago trip? I do. And it's okay. one that I've wanted to put in the dialect dictionary for some time. Um, and it's my favourite term for Chicago. It okay. is Chicago. That is the dialect dictionary word courtesy of Jesse Cassidy. Brilliant man. I'm getting a bit emotional you saying that. That's awesome. Brilliant. Yeah, so Chicago is is in and yeah. 
Okay. Good reason. Awesome. And Labuff Buff Collection Volume 6 has a big gaping hole in it waiting for a Chicago-related tune. What are you going to give the listeners the pleasure of? I am going to give a song that has wangled its way onto my playlist recently to get me in the mood. And it's a song called Sirius by the Alan Parsons Project. You'll mm. instantly you'll instantly recognise it. Okay, cool. We'll get that in. We'll get that for the end of show tune. And it'll also be added in to the, the playlist as well. Sure. This has been a great chat, man. And you know what? I don't know how long it's been. Has it been an hour yet? I don't know. It must be about that. Something like about that. About an hour. About an hour. We've kind of went round the houses as we do. Um, and we didn't hear a real plan. We're just shooting for the hit. Yeah. Shooting, sitting sawdust is bad what our Debbie would call it. Correct. <laughs> um, so it's been brilliant though, man. It's been a good catch up. I'm sure, our, well, I know our listeners have been very interested since we spoke about your Achilles tendinopathy a few weeks ago yeah. to get an update. So thank you very much for giving us the full backstory um, and bringing us up to the present day. And I'm sure everybody will be wishing you all the very best and sending you the big love vibes for your trip and for your marathon. And we look, we're going to do a win, lose or draw, aren't we? Oh, God, I. Or Dana win, lose, or draw. If only it's to speak about the food. <laughs> we'll have to let you enjoy the bit of the food. I'm sure you will enjoy the food from the off. But um, yeah, your 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 food reviews are quite legendary, as are the, the photographs of food. So yeah, the pre-race food versus the post-race food and the extremes they go to will be quite <laughs> marked. A sight to behold. Well, you know what, man? I was going to say go and do us proud, but you didn't hate to do anything to do that because we love you, man. So, but please, everybody, we keep saying it, send the message. So whether it's via our socials or whether if you've got Stephen's direct number, I can put that in the show notes. Please send the message. And I want to hear the most kudos out of me, Paul and Alan. So <laughs> that's a wee side bet. <laughs> I want to obliterate them. If I can't obliterate them in actual time this time round, let's obliterate the feckers on kudos given. <laughs> Brilliant, man. I love it. So, uh, go and have a good time, man. And we'll catch you. up for you post-Chicago. Okay. Thank you, John. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear all about it. <laughs>